0: For us this morning is this. When God directs our path in a new direction, He will guide us to both people and opportunity for ministry. Let me say it again. When God directs our path in a new direction, He will guide us to both people and opportunity for ministry. Now, let me qualify what I mean when I say ministry, because a lot of times we think, you you hear the term ministry, and you must think, well, that's what I do, that's what a pastor does, right? Uh, I don't want you to just think of it just solely in terms of career or vocation. I want you to think of it in terms of ministry as something that every Christian is called to. It is the, when we talk about living out the gospel, what are we saying? We're saying that we want to live out the teachings of Jesus. We want to live out the gospel message. We're talking about uh, living in such a way that our lives are making a kingdom impact, an impact on the very kingdom of God. So I'm talking about opportunities for you to honor God through your life. That's ministry. So when God redirects our path, puts us in a new direction, we then have what? We have opportunity to make a lasting kingdom of God impact on the people that we encounter through the opportunities that are before us. And that's ministry. Not Not in a career sense, but in a sense that we're all called To make a difference for the kingdom of god so with that in mind i want us to read verses six through ten again we're going to back up we're going to read six through ten but this time i want you to listen with with a with a different lens i want you to listen with and and see it with a different uh yeah with a different view and here's why um i want you to focus in on the pronouns because there's going to be a shift in the pronouns and I'll, I'll emphasize them so that you'll see, and, you, and I, want you to, I want you to listen closely because you're going to hear that shift. You're going to hear the shift in the pronouns. Listen again, verses 6 through 10. Now when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Misha, they tried to go into Bithynia but the spirit did not permit them so passing by Misha they came down to Troas and a vision appeared to Paul in the night a man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him saying come over to Macedonia and help us now after he had seen the vision immediately we sought to go to Macedonia Including that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them did you hear the shift did you hear the shift there was a shift as Luke was writing he shifted from they and them to we and us now why is that important the reason that's important is because it is at this place in Troas that the Apostle Paul meets Luke. That's what's happening. Uh, Luke is not with them on this on this missionary journey. Heading, they weren't heading to the— Luke wasn't going with them to Asia. Luke doesn't meet them and is not introduced to them until Troas. So Luke—or or rather, Paul and Silas are what? They're on their way back. They come—they pass through— yeah, Misha. Now they're heading to Troas, and while they're in Troas, now they meet Luke, of all people. Now, consider this: a reasonable conclusion is that without God's redirection, think about it. Without God's redirection of Paul and Silas, that brought them back this direction and to Troas. don't they don't meet who they don't meet luke and if they don't meet luke then what happens we don't have the very book that we're reading the book of acts and we don't have what the gospel according to luke it's incredible when you start to think about the fact that god sometimes closes the door redirects us and then he's going to introduce us to people and he's gonna give us new opportunities to do ministry, to new opportunities to bring him glory through whatever those circumstances might be. But sometimes we're doing what? We're so focused on that door that was closed and so upset that that door was closed that we're missing the opportunity that God has placed before us. This should be a reminder that God always sees the bigger picture and his way is always best. God sees things that we don't see. God sees the bigger picture. God knows that, hey, if you go this way, it's not going to be nearly as productive for the gospel as if you go this way. I want you to no longer, I want you to stop. Stop going this way. I'm protecting you from something else, and I'm going to introduce you to some new people. I'm going to introduce you and give you new opportunities for ministry, and it's so important that you head this direction. Why? Now, it's going to send them back toward Rome, the most influential city in the world. So we may not know what God has protected us from, but when God leads us in a new direction, we will encounter new people and new opportunities for us to bring glory to God. So let's keep reading. Let's pick back up verse 11. Therefore, sailing from Troas, we ran a straight course. Samothrace, from here on out, you're going to see that, that change, the, the pronoun change. You're going to see now Luke's with them. He's part of this traveling entourage. And their head, the next day, came to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the foremost city of that part of Macedonia, a colony. And we were staying in that city for some days. And on the Sabbath day, we went out of the city to the riverside. Where prayer was customarily made and we sat down and spoke to the women who met there now let's pause just for a moment i uh, noticed it said it was a colony and they did not they didn't go to the synagogue right why didn't they go to a synagogue they didn't have a synagogue synagogues are usually only in in town cities that are big enough to accommodate a certain population the population here was small it's a colony and because the, the population wasn't very big There was no synagogue for them to meet. So what did they do? It says here uh, that this colony met uh, by the riverside. And that's where they headed. So picking up verse 14, Now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira, who worshipped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. And when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us. We'll pause there for a moment. So we've already seen that God did what? He added, he he closed the door, redirected them, added Luke to the team. Luke is now part of their, their traveling group. And now we meet a woman by the name of Lydia. Look back at verse 14, what it says. It says, the Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by paul i found that very fascinating when i read that because i considered this when god closes a door leading us in a new direction brings us to new people and new opportunities he can also do what open their hearts And and when I think about that, I would rather have a closed door that leads to open hearts than whatever the alternative may have been. If God says, this door is closed, and it forces me to redirect my direction, I go somewhere else, and because I went that direction, I met people who were open, and their hearts were open to the gospel, I would make that trade every single time close that door, Lord, let me go this direction. Let me go in the direction that you would have me to go. Closed doors and open hearts are always a great option. So it made me think, have you ever heard the phrase, when God closes a door, he opens a window? You ever heard that phrase? As I began to think about that, and I thought of it in light of this passage, this whole passage supports that idea. That the closed door is not the end of your journey, but it is what? It's redirecting us to do what? To find the open doors, the open windows, the open hearts of others. That God has closed that door, closed that direction, and said, here's where I want you to go. I want to force you to go this way. And it can lead to open hearts to the gospel. I'll make that trade every time. Lord, close the door if it will be more productive for your kingdom. So don't overlook the people. Don't overlook the opportunities. The, the, you know, God has now closed the door, redirected, and, and sometimes we can be quick to overlook the people and opportunities that God has placed right in front of us because we're still so upset that the door was closed. We keep if, if our focus continually is to turn around and look back at a closed door, and we we go, oh, we missed opportunity. Oh, that was a closed opportunity. I could have done this. I could have done that. Then you're missing the people and opportunities that God has placed in front of you because he will do that every time. Don't keep looking at a closed door and wondering. God is going to present new people. God is going to present new opportunities as we follow his